Here we go, we're in it. Today, Ren, do it. Wait, my voice doesn't sound that high right now. Welcome back to the corner cast. It's Alvin. Today we've got some special guests. We got Jake, we got Peter Clint, and myself. Hey guys. Okay. Wow. So there may be a reason why you know that Ren is using helium, and that's because this is a special. This is a Corridor podcast special, because uh, we're going to talk about the Up video. The Ooh. Up video. Okay, is my voice back to normal? I can't really tell. It's What's pretty up? Back to normal. Back to pretty normal. Much. too bad. Let's fix that. Am I right? <laughs> so while, while Ren's, Ren, you have to go Ren's, this whole uh, podcast inhaling helium. Yeah. No, I will die. So <laughs> will basically, actually, um, this, this, oh my goodness. <laughs> Why don't you just suck it right out of the tank, dude? Yeah, please. Well, because do I don't want to infect the tank with me. It's already infected with you. Infect You're right. the tank. Shush. You just put your mouth on it, then put that back on there, though. Yeah, I know. That's it. That's pretty much exactly what I'm doing. Dude. So no one else is allowed to use the helium anymore except for me. It's all mine. Mine forever. You're a pro at sucking in that. Dude, age, I love dude. to you suck just... helium. No hesitation. <sighs> okay. The issue with helium, though, is that you have to take a lot of breaths between each uh, helium suck. <laughs> Otherwise, you will not get enough oxygen, and you might pass out. But you're used to that kind of stuff, so it's okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Before we get into anything. I want to talk about people's perception of how helium affects the body because I have been called a helium addict more times in the last day <laughs> and I'm pretty sure any human being on the planet has ever been called a helium addict. Yeah, I, I, I've i been called a helium, like, not a helium addict, helium but like, junkie. hey, you're a he- you should slow down on the helium, man. <laughs> it's like helium during the day is like, that's when you know you're pushing it a little bit. Okay, yeah. So I guess before yeah. we get into that, even so, helium. I'm a helium before bed kind of guy. You today, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> helium before bed. Uh, let's see. Today's Monday. The giant uh, up video that we put out came out yesterday. It has been a little over 24 hours, and the yeah. video already has a million views. Heck Dang! yeah! How's it feel, dude? It feels great. That's that's a great success. That that I'm very happy about that. Very pleased. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, there's a lot of work that I went to. What did the, yeah, <laughs> the helium's getting to me. What man. is it? What is it for the people who don't know? What is it? Yeah, what is what? The up video. What's okay, the up video? So, the movie Up oh, came out okay. in 2008. It features this house flying away on balloons, uh-huh. and that is it's a really cool image. Like the imagery of that movie, I think is very iconic. And uh, I forget when I learned this, but I remember learning that like, all right, it wasn't actually real because to actually lift a house, you need so many more balloons. And I was like, man, that's that could be a cool scale video, but I like I, I tucked it away for like later. And then like last fall, Film Theory, uh, the Film Theorist channel, they put out a video kind of detailing and analyzing how many balloons would be needed. And that was kind of like, okay, that's pretty cool. And then I got to thinking, but they didn't actually show anything. You know, they're all yeah. about like the two D illustrations and just kind of discussing uh, the you know the math, the the, 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 theory, the theory, the, and the, the ideas. thought, yeah, mm-hmm. the thought experiment of it. I think that's the first question everyone asks though when they watch that movie is they go, "Is that how many balloons it would really take?" <laughs> is it? I is know, that, that the first question? That's that's the first question that I asked. Really? It's like, is yeah. that possible? Like, is that actually possible? You know? And yeah, and and fortunately, this is not a hard thing to calculate. It's just it's it's a simple like 
like wedgering scale type wedgering. Did I say wedgering? Wedgering. It's the helium. Measuring. So down on the helium shorthand. Um, <clears throat> for the record, no, the helium is not affecting me. That's not. There's there. I I got people who got aggressive on my Instagram. What? One guy said, uh, "I'm not going to shed a tear when you die from lung disease." Whoa! Because he's like, he's like, you're, you're like, you're, you're setting the wrong example for your young audience, as if he's assuming the age range of my personal audience. Is he pissed uh, at Logan Paul as well for setting know, a poor example? Or uh, but just... here's the thing: there, there are a lot of people who are like, hey man, you should maybe like cut back on the helium. It's bad for you. And the true answer is that it's not bad for you. Helium is a noble gas. It's inert. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it doesn't react with anything. Oh, so, so it doesn't it doesn't go like inside of you <laughs> the danger so there is explosion. it's not to say that there is no danger with uh sucking up helium uh the danger comes from the fact that it displaces oxygen and oxygen is what your body needs to live um right it's what your brain needs it's it's basically every time you take a, a big breath of helium it's the equivalent of holding your breath it's so like, <gasps> if you if you have too much of it too soon you could pass out Yes, and I have done that before. So when? When's the last time that happened? College. <laughs> okay. okay. This, wait, this wait, been... wait, Ren. I find this hard to believe. You've passed out from ingesting too much helium. That sucks. <laughs> like those like parties, some... dude. They get the keg of helium. No, no. It's a great so time. Helium keg. <laughs> helium keg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. Helium keg stand. You start floating up. <laughs> helium yeah. keg. He, uh, for his senior design project in engineering, he designed a blimp from scratch. Uh, did and... you suck up all that? <laughs> we did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, because like we put all the helium in the blimp. And then it's like, well, we did the experiment. We we filmed our little video for it. Now it's just we're gonna open it up and release into the atmosphere. No, we're gonna we're gonna freaking suck it. <laughs> so we did. Um, and I felt I made a little video about it. Um, uh, basically, my friend and uh, my other friend kind of were just explaining how the blimp worked to each other. But the entire thing is just entirely them on helium. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's just like never really addressed. Um, That's great. But yeah, no, uh, then I started be... trying, and I, I started breathing in, I'd, be, I'd take a big breath, start talking, take yeah. another big breath, start talking, and, and then first... on my third breath, I was like, <laughs> and I started talking, and then next thing I know, I'm on the ground. Oh my god. I'm like, hey! <laughs> oh! oh no! Run just bonked his head. Just bonked my head on dude, helium. Dude, suck some helium for that, dude. Get yeah. some helium for that. <laughs> no, but... And so, like, I just momentarily passed out, because, like, my brain wasn't getting enough oxygen, so it's, you start to black out. Fortunately, the cure to that is just to keep breathing, which your body does naturally when you pass out. So it's like it's incredibly difficult to actually harm yourself from helium. Mm. Like passing out like that's not that bad for you. <laughs> no worse than, you know, bad night of drinking. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I feel like a bad night of drinking would be way worse. That's what Probably. I'm saying. Significantly worse. A little bit of helium. And yeah, so that's like the only like danger involved with helium. And it's not even a, that bad of a danger. Mm-hmm. So... As far as the actual exposure to helium, it's because the in the two videos leading up to that uh, yesterday's video, I, I had like a line of helium. So now everyone thinks I'm a, a freaking line of helium. <laughs> hey, would it be as safe if you used hydrogen instead? I don't know. Hydrogen, I would I would never. Oh inhale. my god, dude! I would just hold a lighter next to your mouth. Yeah, dude. No, you don't mess around with hydrogen. Hydrogen is like legit scary. Because it's super flammable, it's, right? It, it's incredibly flammable. It's like, incredibly reactive. It's, if it's you, on if the you in, other If you breathed in a bunch of hydrogen and then, like, lit a 
lit a flame, could you like spit fire, or would it go into your lungs and it would burn go into you your alive? lungs and your chest would explode? Ugh. I, I okay. Oh. I don't know that for a fact. That is my guess. That is my hypothesis. Hey, I mean, well, it does explode. I have a friend who yeah. their family on New Year's would send up hydrogen weather balloons and mm-hmm. shoot them with flaming arrows. That is oh, awesome. Oh my! <laughs> See, that God. is cool. Like yeah. you can totally do that. Like I've I've heard of people like filling up hydrogen balloons and it's like, hey, watch this, and you explode it. My dad. Uh, told me about a story uh his college physics class he uh they would have two balloons one was helium one was hydrogen and he would take a, a lighter on a stick to the helium balloon and it would pop and it's like everyone's like wow balloon go <laughs> pop cool and then he did the same thing to the hydrogen balloon and like everyone's ears were ringing after that because it was oh a God. fireball <laughs> it was very loud very Jeez. explosive that's sick. hydrogen Jeez. does not mess around wow it's like Is there any- yeah. <laughs> is there any way to make it not flammable? Hydrogen? Or would you have to change its chemical compound? You would to have do to that? like you'd have to create a compound by merging it with something else. Like mm, okay. uh I mean like H two is how hydrogen exists in the atmosphere, and if you combine that with oxygen, one of the only other things it really combines with naturally, I think chemists don't don't <laughs> then you get I don't water, wanna, don't at me. Obviously. Uh and that makes water. How right. does two gases make a water? That's crazy. I know, right? That's <laughs> crazy. We're, we're not here to solve chemistry's most complex questions. Yeah. <laughs> Clint. It's no, an interesting I, one, you know. I, but you're I, right. I, Go ahead, Jake. I'm just kidding. I was just trying to razz you a little bit. <laughs> no, no, we're, um, we're here to talk about some up video, you know? Yeah. Well, I... Well, I don't know, man. I don't of... know. We can talk about whatever we want here. This is the, okay. This is I just, the I just wanted to get that helium Ren. stuff off my chest because I have been getting more comments <laughs> about how I should stop being a danger to myself in the last day <laughs> than all the times I've actually legitimately been a danger to myself. Can you please like, come on? Can you please hit that helium tank right now from the teat? From the yeah, please. You yeah, want me? Hit, okay, hit it from the source. No, 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 run, 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 run. Exhale completely. From... Exhale completely, <laughs> and then inhale completely. <laughs> Hit it from the source. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Here it goes. <laughs> like so Mama here's the Cow. thing about talking on helium. If I just go, got, oh, okay, no, that, that was not good. I am very lightheaded right now. Okay, so I'm just going to continue talking until I do not have any. I'm already starting to see spots in my vision. Talk this about is the not video. good. Talk about the video. How was the the video is great. We got it. Hold on. Put a lot of late nights on it. Okay, I'm, I'm getting lightheaded now. Now we're entering actual legit danger territory, but I've got supervision here, and it's okay. My voice is back to normal. Hey, look at that. <laughs> no more spots! We're going to talk about our sponsor today, Storyblocks, because I actually used it a ton in the up video, so I kind of just want to talk about that real quick. They've got unlimited downloads. They've got like a million options to choose from, and their subscription plans are really affordable. See, here's the thing. For this up video, I filmed a lot, but at the same time, I'm not going to be able to go to all these different places that I would love to be able to go to to be able to film for this video, and that's where Storyblocks comes in. The entire segment where I'm talking about mining helium, that's all stock footage. They have so much 4K footage now, too quality. Also, they have After Effects templates. You can literally just browse for like, what's a cool little transition or type of effect that I can do without having to put any effort or work into it? You can download it and make your little alterations you need. Doing it this way with unlimited downloads opens up the freedom to create more effectively. Check it out. Link in the description if you're interested. Helps us out. It might help you out. Storyblocks.com slash quartercast or the link in the description, like I said. But for now, let's get back to chatting about up. Are you down for that? I'm down for up. Wow. I'm going to do it again. (laughs) 
Oh my no. god. No, don't Sucking do it again. Mama's teeth. <laughs> red, red. <laughs> like a baby what? calf. What are you talking about? Don't There's nothing do it wrong. Again. <laughs> no, I don't okay. actually want you to pass out. This Ooh. is the most danger I've put myself in regarding this helium tank through this entire year so far. And you guys are witnessing it in real time. This is hey, the most danger I've I've Ren, do you ever through. do you ever go home and like in in you show up and Jenna's there and, and you're like, I just want you to know how dangerous I was today. <laughs> he shows up with a leather jacket. He, yeah, yeah. he, he leaves He's his house a motorcycle for like then, yeah, with a helium he tank back. strapped to the back of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've, I've done permutations of that. Where I kind of like, I tell her, I come home and I'm like, hey babe, I, uh, I, did, I did this today. And, and she just like looks juice. at me. And then looks away, and she's like, of course you did. <laughs> she's like, not surprised by any stunts I pull anymore. Oh my goodness. Dude, there isn't... You I mean, think you guys see a lot of stunts that I pull. How do you think she deals with life? She sees oh a lot more. <laughs> me, and, um, me and Kim were watching Avatar The Last Airbender last night, and uh, there was an episode where they were stuck in the desert, and Sokka, like, ate this cactus and he started eating the cactus juice and he got super high what? and like for an, for a whole episode he was like all wigged out and then as soon as he like gets back to normal like they're in a cave and he just looks and he sees this like goop on the side of the wall and he just eats it he just licks what? it and i'm like that's ren like that character is very similar to ren yeah like, yeah i was like that's straight up ren he'll eat anything dude i i got a text from my high my my college roommate uh a good friend of mine but I hadn't talked to him in years. And he I get a text from him out of the blue saying that he'd been catching up on Corridor Crew videos. <laughs> this is like a year or two ago, right? And he's like, Ren, you put more stuff in your mouth than my two-year-old son. Oh, man. <laughs> and I was like, damn straight. Where, did this, where does this come from? This it's, comfortableness I mean, with putting things in your mouth it's <laughs> it's to get a reaction i'm very much so an attention seeker it's uh, like it's in my dna of just like trying to get reactions out of people it's the camera like ren dude it's not just the camera it's it's anyone it's like if i know someone's watching it's i'm automatically in like performance mode and it's subtle it's it, but it's there like when you ride your one wheel and you crash and then you see a crowd you always do like the little bow i do yeah <laughs> well it's because that's, that's just how i deal with embarrassment more than anything <clears throat> yeah like if i if yeah if, if i like freaking biff it in front of people like what are you gonna do like get up and walk away it's like that's so embarrassing but if you embrace it mm. and you stand up and you're like i do a curtsy yes you're like yeah <laughs> that's great like i'm aware that you're aware <laughs> That I would just embarrass myself. And I'm just going to do a curtsy because that's even more embarrassing and <laughs> you'll remember that. That's you'll great. remember that and not the fall. <laughs> I don't know. All What's right. the worst thing so, you've eaten? Sorry, just last, 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 before we move on. Like, <laughs> coin juice was pretty bad. Coin juice. Oh, okay, and to be clear, I don't eat any of those things. I chew them and spit them out. What was the worst? Like thing? I don't swallow or ingest. How do you? How exactly do you chew coin juice? No, I sipped it, and then you can see in the video, I immediately spit it all out. That's true. You do. It tasted like freaking salty blood water. Uh, aren't you worried about getting an infection or something? Not an infection. No. That's the infection implies like some sort of like that's the iron. Is that yeah? That yeah, it was flavor. totally the iron and huh. the the iodine. Not the iodine. Whatever the freaking sodium chloride stuff was in that. Did you it's drink just a, a it's a metallurgy type thing. It's ions breaking off from the 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 coin and attaching to the fork that hmm. you had in there and it's just like the transfer so that solution kind of becomes more 
whatever i don't know the details but it's just it's just really salty water that had a metallic taste to it That's mm. gross. it was awful um i mean Eating a tree leaf was bad. That's just gross. It's just bitter, and it's Wait, just like I was there for that. I looked at you and I was like, "I dare you eat that tree leaf or something like that." And you just ate it. And you're like, "That was horrible." How about a banana <laughs> peel? Oh my god! Wait, no, that's right. When was that? Because that didn't make it into the video. Yeah, I don't remember, but I just, we were in a park filming something, and like you ate it. We you, like I didn't even. I looked at you from like super far away, and I was like, "Get this tree leaf," and like you, we didn't. You didn't have to say anything. Like you just ate it. <laughs> I don't remember when that was, because I think we also did that when we were rescuing the drone out of the tree last okay, year. Yeah. But you weren't there for that. No. I remember, like, I think Wes handed me something. I was like, God, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> offer it to me, because I'll have to eat it. I have I to do that, it. I thought that was a tree leaf. I guess maybe it was something else. We had a banana peel, too, right? Yeah, I mean, there was the whole uh, running gag in the guillotine channel. Every time you guys chopped fruit, I just ate it, skin and all, <laughs> like the pineapple. Yeah. Hon- honestly, the pineapple skin was the best compared to... Uh, cantaloupe and banana. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. If Maybe I brought a bag of broccoli to work and I was like, hey, Ren, eat this. Like every hour, would you just eat a piece of broccoli? <laughs> you get so healthy. I like broccoli. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Like low-key, just trying to help them out. I mean, I like it better when it's been like roasted, but like... <laughs> no, nah, it's going to be frozen. No, nah, I mean... Uh, uh, broccoli pop. Dude, dude I, I was just trying to help you out. I just thought maybe, you know, <laughs> y- you wanted some. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about this video, though. Yeah. yeah um, so I mean, Ren, the people want to know. Uh, I mean, how how long did it take to make it? Where did it? Where did the idea come from? You kind of already answered that. What were okay, the so What were the post production challenges you faced? All that stuff. Yeah. So I mean, like, I came up with the idea a while ago, and I noted it down like more than two years ago, and it was last fall shooting or writing my script for functional filmmaking. And I had an example where I talk about, or rather part of my episode is is talking about, I mean, most of my episode is talking about ideas, but um, I, I basically say you got to like write down ideas and then I pull out my phone and as I'm like scrolling through, I'm like, how many balloons would it take to lift a house? And I'm like, that's actually a really good idea. I should do that. <laughs> and And then like... I did. <laughs> yeah. uh, but here's the thing, that functional filmmaking episode isn't out yet. And yeah. And so in that video, I'm going to be talking about, like, oh, I should do this. And then, like, but that video that I'm talking about, I should do, is already ancient history at this point. I mean, it just shows how on it you are, you know? I mean, I suppose. Uh, do you guys, Clinton, Peter, do you guys do that? Does that, like, do you write down ideas on your phone or, oh, yeah. like, on, yeah, like, I, on I have, like, consistent hundreds doc? of just nonsensical notes on my phone. I'm like, what was I even <laughs> talking about when I wrote this down? Yeah, yeah. Notes doc, Google, Google doc, anything uh-huh. to get yeah. an idea as quick as possible. Trello. Yeah. You got me hooked on yeah. that Trello. Trello. <laughs> oh, you, you got ideas on Trello? Yeah. I got a whole idea board. It's what like a whole Trello. One. It's oh. just like a management like oh, cool. thing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it's any, got any, them anything. Trello ideas, son. Yeah. Ryan, I have son. a question for you. So you have all of these ideas for different videos, yeah. like the science videos. Mm-hmm. What is your process for like weeding out the good ones and finally selecting one to work on? You know, on? that's a good question. Maybe you should subscribe to CordoDigital.com to see oh, my functional filmmaking episode. Oh, I don't want to give anything away. No, no, no. I, I only briefly touch on that. Because uh, that is actually a more specific question than what I cover in the episode. Um, let's see. Uh, it, it's it, it comes down to like how easy... No. How well would this how do I weed out all like the, the good ideas from the bad ideas, right? And it comes down to how much can I riff on this idea mm. between different topics and how would that look on camera? Because there have been some ideas <clears throat> that like 
it's it's a good idea I'd, i would love to see the scale of you know this thing compared to something else but it's like that's the extent of the idea right and it's like that is kind of just it it's like so just this one thing it's like they would make a great 30 second video so how naturally the idea like can be expressed or uh different um, avenues you go down different avenues and yeah, get to like, the, 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 the interest that another person would have in that well it's more expression. so like the subtopics within it so like you know the scale of the universe the scale of atoms those two videos there's like multiple different things within that video that i can talk about yeah. uh like and and it just so happens that like i'm able to just walk down the list of scale like starting with atoms you know i could talk about like you know atoms moving up to molecules red blood cells salt crystals uh pennies and then going down to mega tiny with like you know neutrinos and the plank length and stuff like that hmm. stars a few different stars star wars ships a few different ships yeah. uh, and and so when i don't have all those different things it can kind of be a struggle to write like the the how much water is on earth video was a struggle to write because yeah. it's like it's this much <laughs> yeah how do i make a video how that it's like okay so then it's like i'm trying to come up with like different ideas that i can extrapolate from mm. uh and this up video was kind of that where it's like okay i mean like what would it look like i could i could easily just be like all right it's this many balloons and it would look like this but the video ended up kind of turning into more of a thing talking about buoyancy in general and balloons in general that's why i talk about helium that's why i talk about hydrogen that's why i talk about vacuum i really wish i could have added a little bit of segment talking about hot air balloons because mm. hot air balloons are lighter than air kind of like helium yeah um and it i don't know it just it didn't it didn't it it ended up not really fitting in the video because hot air is lighter than regular air because hot air is expands so it's less dense and mm. it's just it's like it's that's how birds can go up right yeah, they ride the, yeah, because I mean, you're riding. Yeah, birds ride oh. a thermal, and a thermal yeah. is just uh, hotter air, and because it's hotter, it's rising up, and birds Whoa. get into that pocket of air. That's or it's like jumping on. It's like getting on an elevator. Yeah, you know, that's like wild. those elevators that never stop, and you just like you hook yourself on, and you just go. <laughs> <laughs> those aren't real elevators, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, Dude, how do I, I mean, You can't freaking steer them. That's nuts. Once you <laughs> yeah. go up, it's like, how do you know you're going to get down? You can, you can control your elevation pretty easily. Yeah. You can control your rate of descent and rate of ascension, uh, but yeah, you can't scary. control your direction. So it's like, <laughs> if you know you're about to hit something, you just go up and over it and find a good landing spot on the other side. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it, you have more control than you initially think. Huh. Uh, but you're right. You are still riding on the wind. Wild. <laughs> riding on the wind, boys. We're all riding on the wind. <laughs> but yeah like another video i want to i want to do is talking about like uh the scale of data usage and i haven't even started oh, writing this at all dude, that's really such researching idea. too yeah. much i've done a little bit of preliminary research but like by the time you from the time you work on that video to the time it releases that the scale of data will change dude that's a good point that's actually a really cool point like you could say from the time i started working on this video and then also from the time you started listening to this video <laughs> this is how much data has been added to everything that's like a great idea. that's crazy that's a solid idea like that puts it in perspective at this point in the video but then i'm gonna like lock myself into making sure that that moment in the video <laughs> is right at that second <laughs> yeah but you did you know you, you can figure it out like you, yes, you'd yeah. guesstimate it but that's pretty that's a really cool idea but yeah and, and just kind of going through and like okay starting with like floppy disk drives how much if you were to put all of the world's data on floppy disk drives what would that look like it'd be like a giant giant pile of floppy disks and just like <laughs> uh, just today youtube has 
you know, this oh, yeah, much yeah, data. Yeah, you always been... see that, that metric of like YouTube uploads 493 trillion years worth of video wow. every second. And obviously that's an exaggeration. Trillion I don't know the years, real numbers. 943 <laughs> trillion years a second. <laughs> hey, man, there's a I lot of uploading. I don't think it's that high. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but that's that's all really cool stuff to play with. But yeah, it's I don't know. I, I feel like if the, if if I hear it's it's more about the the idea behind the visual than just the visual itself. Because I'm constantly getting you know messages like, oh, you should you should compare these things, and it's like they're shallow, and that's what it comes down to. Is like I'm measuring the depth in my head of what can I do with this idea, hmm. where can I go with it, where can I explore? Does it got legs? Yeah, because, yeah, well, I mean, if you visualize something and it doesn't have any relation to the viewer in any way, like if the viewer can't look at it and go, that's interesting, not just because of the image, but also because of the image teaches me this, you know, that mm-hmm. th- that that underlying thing. Yeah, and it's like, I've definitely kind of like tried to figure out how far into, because the, these videos are definitely in the category of edutainment where it's a combination of uh, education and entertainment. And Mm -hmm. I'm constantly kind of shifting back and forth between like being a little bit more educational, being a little bit more entertainment. I think this up video slightly leaned more towards entertainment than education Mm. because I kind of like completely glossed over any of the actual like math that was done. Right. And and like, because people kept kept asking like did you include the weight of the strings and i'm like did you watch the video i literally wrote out i included the weight of the strings but it was on, <laughs> it was on the screen for like one second i don't blame uh. Them. uh but i did technically kind of uh it's like okay i the, i think the real calculation came out to around seventy five thousand balloons weather balloons huh. but that was not ca- taking into account the weight of uh, any string or f- mounting framework because realistically it probably wouldn't be string it'd probably be some sort of buttress that goes up and out for all the balloons to attach to uh and it's like, all right, now that's starting to get too far into the weeds of trying to figure out, like, realistically figure out this totally hypothetical thing. It's like, okay, whatever. So I was like, okay, I rounded it up to 80,000 balloons and worked backwards. How much weight extra would that be? And it came out to, like, 43,000 pounds of extra weight. And I'm like, that's enough string. <laughs> that's, that's enough. Oh, my God. Sure, let's make it 80,000 pounds, and I'm just going to say that I, I did... I, there's a lot of oversimplification here. It's like, I did all the back work on the math and all that stuff, but, like, this, this video's... You're, you're here to watch some balloons lift a house. Like, you're not here to learn about, like, the specific equations I used. Did you... Um, did your uh, calculations come out to be similar to that other video that came out a while ago that you referenced? For this? Oh, the film theory video? Yeah. I mean... Kind That's a of. Good question. Uh, there, it. I think it should probably be fewer balloons than they came out to. But here's the thing: I decided to just use their number rather mm. than use whatever I did because it's like, all right, they already have a pretty good video, kind of diving into the analysis. Because what it comes down to is how much does this house weigh? Mm. And right. I could use the average weight of a house and figure it out for that. But here, but honestly the main reason why i decided to go with their number is because it was bigger hey so <laughs> why why does a queen anne house weigh so much more than a regular house so a queen anne style house is a much older style house and traditionally older houses use denser materials they're heavier in general mm. they've got a whole lot of like extra wood and like we're talking like high quality dense wood that's very heavy Oh. And and all like the extra like parapets and like shale uh, or not shale the tiles yeah and the craftsman style tiles like, houses have gotten yeah. more efficient over time and that means they've you know they're using lighter materials cheaper materials that tend to be lighter 
as a as a byproduct. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so I was like, all right, I can figure this out, and using one hundred twenty thousand pounds as the weight of the house, but it would it would have this many balloons, and I was like, I mean, I could do that, or I can make it what they said, which was 570,000 pounds for this house. And that would require this many balloons. (laughs) There's no upper limit on how many balloons we can put on this house. Might as well make the more impressive visual. And there's precedent behind the number. It's not like I'm just arbitrarily making it a bigger house. I'm choosing the bigger option because someone else has already been like, you know what? I am making a stand that this is how much the house weighs. Here's my reasoning behind it. I'm going, and I'm basically just being like, I like the reasoning. I'm choosing their numbers. (laughs) You know, don't at me. Cool. Yeah, totally. Okay, um, did that calculation include the basement and the strings, though? No, it included the strings, but it did not include the basement because okay. the fa- it lifts away from the foundation. But okay. the fine china in the house. <laughs> that's yeah, the I don't know. They, they basically based it off of this one company that estimated that the weight per square foot of that style of house to be around 275-ish feet. Sorry, pounds per square foot. Well, okay. hold on, to put it into perspective, per though... Foot? 200 pounds for this? Yeah. Wow. To put it into perspective, you said that that weighs more than the Statue of Liberty? Yeah. That is crazy. That, yeah. Like, I, I, it was really hard for me to believe that. Is the Statue huh. of Liberty made of, like, paper mache? No, it's made is out that... of copper. Copper? Yeah. And it's heavier than that? Yeah. That's why it turned green, right? It is why it turned green, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But also don't forget, the Statue of Liberty is hollow. Yeah. It's just a thin sheet of, of metal on the outside that's been, like, hammered into shape. Yeah. And that that is the bulk of the weight of the statue, and but then you have all of the metal framework inside of the statue, kind of helping it keep its shape. Yeah, and that's steel and, and, the stairs and iron and stuff. and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, the stairs, the you know, and that's an additional weight, but it's not as much as the statue as a whole. And we are. It's very important to note we are not including the weight of the concrete foundation. Okay, that weighs like fifty thousand tons. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a lot. Or, no, fifty million tons. Oh my something something astronomically heavy because it's like. Did- a giant island's worth of concrete. <laughs> Whereas the statue itself, that was also to scale. That shot with the house and the, and the oh, wow. windmill and the, the, the statue, like that is to scale. The Statue of Liberty is not that big. It's 150 feet tall. Right, yeah. But the foundation puts it up to 300 feet tall. So it's mm. like Crazy. half his statue, half his foundation. Wow. Did, did, did you include the empty space inside of the house when you got the weight of it? No, that's a good question. It so that number that I mentioned is is an average for that style of house. So it's like it's not like they're saying if you're just to cut out a square foot of the house, it's going to weigh two hundred pounds. It's like all right, uh, right. But if they're like, hey, it's a two thousand square foot house at two hundred and seventy five pounds per square foot, right? Like the volume of it. You mean like the volume? Did you include the volume in that? No, that because it's not airtight. So the volume inside of the house doesn't count. Okay, I got you. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, you're just counting like yeah. The, I mean, like the doors, the windows, they're not sealed. They're you know he opens them all the time, and that air equalizes out to mm-hmm. the outside. Yeah. Uh, if he was to like to you know to like seal everything down, then you'd have to take into account the weight of the air. Yeah. But because yeah, you're not, it's, it's not a factor. Uh, well. But yeah, so let's talk about some visual effects. Oh boy! Hell yeah! So one of the first shots I envisioned for this video was basically because I moved into a new house at the beginning of this year, and I noticed the porch kind of has the same sort of like form factor as the porch of the house from up except backwards so i was like i what if i start talking while i'm like inside my house and i walk outside as the camera pulls backwards to reveal i'm standing on the porch of the house 
flying <laughs> over the sky. So Daniel and I went over to my house. We filmed it. Uh, yeah, and then Clint. Clint <laughs> took it away. You gave me a shot. <laughs> yeah, you gave me that freaking intro shot. Um, yeah, you're like, yeah, um, I start at my front door and I walk out and then everything is CG around me. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's see if I can figure this out. <laughs> so that, you know, starts with a camera track. So I used the C4D camera tracker and just tracked it up nice, lined up my camera, made sure the scale was right. Um, so a default person in the program was the size of Ren. And I was like, okay, perfect. I was like, Ren, how much do you, what's, uh, how much how tall are you? Tall? <laughs> how, much are, how much are you tall? And I just lined that up to like the person, you know? And then, Luckily, there was like a model I downloaded somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I retextured it completely. And you had to like optimize it pretty heavily. Yeah. Yeah. Because it actually, it wasn't textured, I don't think, when I got it. Mm. So I had to retexture it. And then I had to line that up to Ren's body. And God, what did I do after that? Um, well, I mean, there's a few interesting things you did with this shot. But I mean, first off, even before I wrote the script like as i'm still like trying to begin writing it you had the entire house ready to go including the balloons because i had done the math and figured out how many balloons would be needed that was the thing too yeah it was like can you can you um spawn like it was two hundred thousand balloons i had at one point to like fill it all up and make it look freaking huge and massive Mm um and that was gonna be a problem for me (laughs) that was like oh crap i don't know if i can do this so I had to just figure out a way to like, you know, clone one item and make a copy of it, but have that copy not be more geometry. It was actually referencing the original one. So every all every single one of those balloons were just referencing one other balloon. That's mm. called an instance. An instance, yeah. Oh. So there was technically six balloons because there were six colors. And okay. it was instancing all six of those to make however many thousand, hundred thousand. Yeah. And then um gave them some like modifiers so they're kind of like moving. It's not um, dynamically generated, meaning like when you when you do like a simulation, a physics simulation, it's taking into account all the different polygons and doing the math between this and that and this. Like it's crazy. It'd break my computer. There'd yeah, be totally. no chance. So I had to just do uh, what's called like MoGraph effects in Cinema 4D, which is motion graphics. And you're just taking these points and you're just saying randomly move them around a little bit. And that's kind of the sim. It, it was like the cheat way to get the balloons to like look like they're moving around and stuff. Yeah. But you ended up having the collection of balloons that you see is technically hollow, right? <clears throat> yeah. Because it's like... Oh, really? I mean, because you know, there's no reason to render all the balloons inside of the whole I thing. I didn't notice. And so, yeah, it's like you ended up like figuring out the approximate volume of the whole thing and then like just getting rid of all the balloons inside. So you still have all like the cloner objects around the... It, it still yeah. looks solid from the outside. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it, at the end of the day, it basically was like a thick shell, and then you fill yeah. that you fill that thick shell with balloons, and then that really that number is like, you know, thirty, forty thousand, whatever. Totally, and yeah. The inside, and you can kind of see it in 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 the video. Uh, like you can kind of see little like pinpricks of light moving. Mm. You can through the balloon, and what you're seeing is literally you're seeing through the outer shell and then through the back shell. Or the back face of the shell yeah. to the to the original footage in the sky, totally and whatnot. And so as as we're like you know the cameras uh, moving around the balloons, the cluster, you can kind of like make out like especially if you know what you're looking for, you can you can totally see that technically the balloon shell is hollow. Yeah, <laughs> which was kind of like, oh, it's kind of like the Statue of Liberty, but a balloon <laughs> <Yeah>. lifting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thing. 
But exactly. that's you know that's just that's those are the short kind of shortcuts we take to achieve these sort of effects because it's like you know the approximate volume was correct. Yeah. The uh, you know the scale of all the stuff was set correctly. How we get it done doesn't particularly matter, and that 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 goes to what Sam did for all the X particles stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess to talk about that, there's a <laughs> shot in the video where yeah. uh, I talk about what would it look like if you actually rendered 31 million balloons in the city and then it's like this whole epic montage of shots that sam kicked out and there's it's a really fun story behind that because it's like initially i wasn't gonna have that at all <laughs> like at all oh my goodness it was not in the original plan for this video but i went to sam and because i was like it would have been cool to have it but i didn't know how realistic it would be to actually achieve and i didn't know how to do it yeah so i was like sam because sam's our resident x particles like pro and i was like hey is it possible to like simulate 30 million like <laughs> spheres going around geometry? And and he was like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so accurate. <laughs> so, but and then so then he just spent a week just kind of experimenting and simulating and trying a few different things. And he has some like pretty cool looking like test renders, but he was slowly working his way up. He started off with like a million balloons. And yeah. went up to like five million, but then it started crunching his computer. He couldn't simulate more than that. Hmm. So what he ended up doing was, I think, he ended up simulating. I want to say somewhere between like three and five million particles floating through a city. We downloaded mm-hmm. a, a a CG model of downtown Los Angeles and used the geometry of that as like an interact, like a interfacing thing for the for the particles. And what he did was each particle he replaced with a cluster of balloons, mm. a cluster of eight balloons specifically. So every every balloon that you see is actually a cluster of a few different balloons and colors. So you're actually seeing a bunch of different little like clusters flying through the city. And that was just a way to kind of like get it up to that 30 million mark mm-hmm. while only having to simulate, you know, a quarter of that. Or yeah, an eighth man. Of that. It's all about the cheats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so then he came to me and was like, can't do uh interactions i was like what because some of the early tests like we have the balloons like hitting the buildings and going up and over them and the biggest downside to the final shots in my opinion if you're looking they face straight through the buildings really oh man Mm -hmm. like go back and take a look and look at the balloons they are coming through the buildings (laughs) i didn't even notice so sam's computer just couldn't handle it was i I forget the specific reasoning but it's like it's just not gonna work it's uh it's crashing it's freezing it's just it's he had one simulation that was like it was gonna take like a week to simulate, oh and every frame was like <laughs> multiple gigabytes, and he had to oh, simulate God, seven thousand. Oh, because <laughs> they're all generated in one spot, and he has to wait for them to like flow through the city, and it takes seven, several thousand seven frames ter- for it to get seven terabytes. Oh my God. to create it was gonna be a something, single shot. Something super huge like that. It was ridiculous. Oh, because you have to pre-bake it. You have to like. You, oh you have yeah, to, right. yeah. You want this this render of all these balloons in the city. Well, you got to simulate the balloons to get to that point. You don't just hit randomly generate and suddenly balloons are everywhere. Yeah. No. Like, when emitter. I'm talking about like the wind currents, like he literally had to simulate all the balloons riding the wind until they got to the city oh, and are all dispersed around. And then we took that slice. Yeah. And that was what <laughs> was in the video. Yeah. <laughs> it oh, was boy. like a lot of work to get it to that point. So I told yeah. Sam, I was like, listen. I currently have like a bare mention of this. If you can get me like one shot, that'd be great. But if you get more shots, I mean, I will I will fill up this time with however much I need to say to fit all of the renders you give me. So it's yeah. like basically, give me whatever you can and I will 
tried my best to use everything. And so he just kept kicking out renders. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, I rendered out some more last night. I was like, oh, and, oh. And next thing I know, he's rendered out like seven or eight shots. Goodness. And they they're all look so sick. Too. Yeah, they're yeah. super sick. And I was like, I guess I have to write an entire new section for this video. <laughs> uh, so I did. And uh, I'm glad I did because it was pretty sweet. I yeah, was really, no. I couldn't believe that there was that live footage that you found. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, mm-hmm. Balloon Fest 1986. That Who's, was that was that? Who's the genius behind <laughs> Balloon Fest 86? Where did they think those I mean, I wouldn't really say they're go. a genius because two people I, died. Oh no, I, thought, I was they kidding. Died, right? I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm, okay, I'm gotcha, kidding. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. on. I, I have multiple questions. I, I, I see what you mean now. Uh, First question Was yeah. there a Balloon Fest? 87. No. <laughs> was there a balloon, was there, was there a balloon fest? That's not you need to know. <laughs> there was never a balloon fest again. <laughs> was there a balloon fest 85? No. <laughs> it was just 86. It was just, it was just a one, one and done thing. It was like Kid Nation, one and done. <clears throat> I, mean, I don't know if there were a smaller version previously, but they were going for a world record for the most number of balloons released at a time. Uh-huh. And, uh... How do you die from setting off balloons? Like, I'll get to that. We, no one. It's so, it's so it's, like they must have overshot that world record by like a ton, right? It, they didn't die the way you would expect. So, uh, oh, I know, it was a car crash. No, no, no. Okay, okay. I'll tell the story. So they released all these balloons. They're going for a world record. They had Guinness World Record officials there. Chicago was it? Guinness uh, himself. Cleveland, 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 Ohio, and. They released all the balloons a little early because there's a storm front that was coming through Uh-oh. that was like really cold air and it was pressing they they're like yeah a storm front was coming through and they're like we gotta release these now so they released them a little early they only got to like one and a half million balloons <laughs> we gotta release this <laughs> oh and, and yeah and so they release all the balloons you get the epic shot of them going out in the city but then the storm comes in with a cold front in front of it and it basically changed the the density of the air so that all the helium just fell to the ground oh. and uh littered the ocean littered the skies with balloons everywhere and there were two fishermen that were lost at sea they had they had gotten to an accident or something like that out in the sea and helicopters couldn't fly through the storm of balloons oh like literally they the the helicopter couldn't approach so coast guard couldn't go rescue these fishermen who died Oh my, oh my god. god. Because they imagine were not able that, to be Imagine rescued. being a kid being like, this is the happiest thing in the world. There's a million balloons that are about to go off. And then, not, and then nobody bothered to ask the question of like, hey, this probably isn't good. No, it shut down the entire city for like um, a couple of days. A million pieces of rubber, just like, we're just yeah. going to just dump them. Yeah. And, then, and then, like, no thought given to, like, yeah. And so for these kids, okay, they're like, apparently yeah, they were biodegradable these, these lost fishermen are like, oh, my God, please, somebody. <laughs> and <laughs> and like, balloons all around them. Where the like, hell did these balloons come from? Can't fly yeah, like, in there because this engine's going to get wrapped in balloons. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just out there. They're just trapped out there. And then it's like, it's like three days later, they're like, dude, I think we're going to die. It's like, why can't anyone? It's like, why can't they send anybody? It's like, dude, balloon fest Six. They just they set off those balloons. balloons, dude. Yeah, it was like they apparently this guy wanted to set off the balloons and so, they can't come get us. So yeah, I mean, and that's okay. Uh, it's terrible. It I don't mean worse. to laugh, but oh my uh, god, I know, I know, right? It, it's it's sad. Wait, uh, they said it was biodegradable, but don't yeah. biodegradable materials take like forever to degrade? It anyways? depends. I, I I I don't know what Probably. kind of materials they're using. Biodegradable, you're right. It could take maybe a hundred years for it to like decompose. It could take maybe they're like sugar based and it takes like a few days. Hmm. I don't know, dude. In the 
80s biodegradable could have been anything. Yeah, no kidding, right? Uh, yeah. And, but yeah, so it shut down the city because suddenly you had balloons landing everywhere. They couldn't, they had to shut down the highways. They shut down the airports. I want to see like the hectic street where it's like, ah! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> so I did, I think I made one mistake. I said, uh, no one ever tried something like that again, but apparently at like Disney World in the UK or something like that, uh, several years later, they attempted something like that again. That would be a good idea. Like, whatever, I don't know, whatever. Someone was like, oh yeah, you did your research, huh? And I was like, Ugh, whatever, fine, doesn't matter. Um, Dang, dude, people are salty, why? They, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it on know, Twitter man. or is it on um, YouTube? I don't know, it's... Uh, yeah, don't don't so the don't worry about, about the salt, of that, man. Just know that if there's of, if there's salt in there, it means that at least people are watching it. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. But like, the worst part about all of that, they did not get the world record. What? They refused to issue the record. Why? But I don't they, know why. Maybe because it ended up being such a danger to the the city that they're like, we can't condone this. We're not giving you the record. Technically, wow. you definitely beat the record, but we're not giving you our. Oh, I'd be pissed. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, I no, killed here's two the thing. fishermen. The, 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 here's, here's what actually happened. The event director knew about the, He knew about the stranded fishermen, but he didn't care. <laughs> what? Wait, I'm just what? kidding. I'm oh, just kidding. Oh, I thought you were reading up on it. No. It looks like you were reading the screen. Yeah, it looks like you are reading. But it says in quotes, he didn't care. He's like, no, we will get this record. We must get the record. Screw you, fisherman. You are releasing my balloons on my cue. My cue only. There's like a guy's like finger on the button like nukes. (laughs) Oh my god, dude. That's How hilarious. did they release those? Was everybody just like holding a balloon? No, they were under a giant net. So oh. they had erected this giant net. And that <laughs> they, they just, just had 200 <laughs> people like... <laughs> for seven days straight. Well, I mean, they... I mean, they they, don't, they, they like, inhaled helium. the helium and then put it they in the balloon. <laughs> <laughs> like it had to, yeah, to be legit, balloon. it had to go through a human body first. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, man. so... Yeah, that, that was a thing. That was... Uh, that was a big deal, dude. The drama behind that, like, I would love to see the movie, dude. About oh my god, that. a Netflix drama series yes. about '86. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it oh starts and it's got like dark and brooding music, like dun, 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 yeah. And, and you just like, see, you just see a cloud of balloons approaching the camera. Oh my god, dun, 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 it's like the silhouetted person with the voice changer. It's basically like, Chernobyl, like, but with balloons. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> They have to take up all the topsoil because it's just hey, covered. Both, both oh in '86. God. That's it. Oh my God! That's yeah. So like, you know, we're running out of helium. So every every like Macy's Day parade, Macy's Day, Thanksgiving Macy's yeah. parade, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can like, just switch to hydrogen. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just parade a bunch of bombs down the middle of the street. Down the middle Whoa. of Fifth Avenue. Uh, yeah. So what's uh, the deal with that? What happens? What's going to happen there? So, yeah, so the problem with helium is that it's lighter than air, so it floats out into space. Like, if, yeah. if I, like all the helium I just uh, breathed out, you know, like, it's in here. It's, it's diffused throughout all the air, but eventually it's going to make its way outside and then make its way up into the stratosphere and then up into the very top layer of the atmosphere where there's, like, no other molecules around. It literally escapes to outer space. It's that lightweight. Can well, we go up there and, like, capture it somehow? I don't think so. I don't think it's because it's, it's not remotely dense enough to yeah. capture up there so and i never yeah. knew this for the longest time until like a couple of years ago I, I learned that like oh yeah we we 
we drill for helium. We get it out of the ground. We mine it. That's and I was insane. Like, what? And so then for this video, I was researching how that exactly works. And it's like apparently uranium, because uh, it's like radioactive decay. It's like shooting off uh, ions and whatnot. And those ions end up forming helium. So it's not radioactive. It's just because helium is the second lightest element. It's literally just like, I think, a proton and like two electrons or something like that. Hmm. Or so it's just a two proton. It's, a proton, a neutron, and like two, right? two electrons. Yeah, I or forget. I'm, I, I'm, I have to like turn in my chemistry card right now. Um, <laughs> no, it's two because it's hydrogen and then helium. Yeah. So it's like a proton. No, it's number two. I was saying like the number of uh, neutrons, protons. Then it would have electrons. to have two protons. Right? It, yeah, it's definitely two protons, okay. but I don't know if it. I'm pretty sure it's two electrons and then two neutrons. Hmm. Maybe it's one neutron. Wait, so it says uranium. What is uranium in its purest form? Like, what is that? What does that look like? Is it a rock? Yeah, it's like more a or less. Green it's like a rocky rock. metal. It, it really? it's just. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of. It's it's a mineral. If you were to look at some uranium, it just look like a rocky mineral type thing. But it's <laughs> just it has a it's radioactive. Whoa. Wow. And uh, but we're talking like you know thousands of feet underground. And that's so crazy. And so it's, it's producing this helium. And that helium seeks through the cracks and, and whatnot mm. and then forms with all the natural gas that is already down there and has been forming over the course of millions of years. So anytime... Uh, do, they, do the miners just start talking in high-pitched voices? <laughs> is that like, oh, we're onto some good shit here. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> onto something here, man. I think, I think yeah, it's real good stuff. <laughs> we're going to be rich. Yeah, I'm going to be rich. Oh, man. That's you, please. <laughs> no, I mean... We, yeah, the, the weirdest thing about the weirdest thing about chemistry is that we don't even like. Why is it radioactive? Uh, you, we can say because because it has this compound and this compound, and those and those two things, you know, cause radioactivity or whatever. But like beyond but that, yeah, we don't yeah. we don't know why. Yeah. yeah, that's so crazy to I me. I mean, we we I mean, kind of know why. Like it's it's. I mean, how do you explain unless, it? Well, I mean. I don't know it well enough to explain it, but like it definitely is explainable in pretty extreme detail how and why it works. But it kind of seems like the why you're asking is like, like why do we exist? Like, no, I'm bit, saying yeah. like, chemi- that's what I'm saying is like chemistry has some of that inherent to it. Like when you mm-hmm. you can take one you know compound and combine it with another, and then this will happen or that'll mm-hmm. happen, and we can explain what's likely to happen, or we can explain what we know to happen. Yeah. But if you're going to combine like hydrogen and helium or whatever, like the the react the result of why those things you could say yeah because it's missing a proton and the protons are con- or because it's missing an electron and the you know and they're they're looking for then it's it's unstable but why is it unstable well because it's not balanced the well elect- why yeah, is it not balanced and- like that those are like we don't know those no we, we do know that. those all of those answers no, are pretty well documented i think what jake is trying to say but like what constitutes the rules of the universe like we don't know why these rules are in place yeah that's, that's what i'm saying what, sure but that's why i said like like it's that's more of an existential question that's yeah. a very interesting question yeah, though yeah it is it's like I was just trying to blow Clint's mind, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's, it's crazy because it's like every now and then I, I start realizing how the universe works. And it's like <laughs> all of these crazy elements that we have were born in a supernova. We are literally stardust. Like yeah. the, the famous uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson line where he's like, you and I are made of stardust. Cool, dude. Um, <laughs> but like. It's it's true though. It's like you know, at the beginning of the universe, there's a ton of hydrogen. It was basically just a whole bunch of hydrogen that all collapsed into stars. And when those stars exploded, the the pressure 
from an exploding star is so great at its core that it fuses those elements into heavier elements. So like iron, you know, gold, all of the all of the elements we know of were literally it's like you had like these two lighter elements of like, say, I don't know, what's a, what's a, like carbon, you know, mm-hmm. some sort of lighter element. Uh, is there just a couple carbon elements hanging out? And then like an explosion happens around <laughs> you and those things are pushed together so hard they form iron. Wow. <clears throat> and then are just blasted into space. Just like imagine like the most highest resolution dust simulation possible. <laughs> it's just a ton of dust covering light years. And then slowly over the course of like a billion years, it compresses back down and then like forms back up. But all of the heavier stuff doesn't move as fast. So mm. it kind of stays out because it's got inertia, right? It's, it's, it's harder to move. Mm. And <clears throat> all the hydrogen collapses back down to the center, forms a new star. All of the heavier elements, they stay out in space. But eventually they start forming up into planets. Wow. And, and so that's how you get like the planets. They're, the rocky iron, uh, all the other elements, they just start grouping together because they've got you know gravity they eventually meet up and and yeah and that's how we get all of everything that's so wild and it's crazy because it's like the sun accounts for 99 percent of all of the mass in the solar system and like jupiter accounts for like 0.9 percent of all the mass in our, uh, in our 0.09% of all the mass. It's in like, our solar system. In our solar system, yeah. It's like the sun is like 99.9% of all wow. the mass. Oh, goodness. It's like, and it's like, when you think of it that way, it's like, imagine... space out there. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like... <laughs> but, like, think of it this way. It's like you're, you're, you're du- you, you spilled a bunch of dust on the ground, right? And, and it's like you're, you're wiping it all up, and you get those last little bits that you can't get into the dustpan, <laughs> and you're, you pull it back a little bit, dust more, pull back a little bit, dust more, and eventually you're like, all right, I got enough of it. I got 99.9% of all the dust that I just spilled. And you pour that into the trash. Well, the trash is now your sun and all the other particles that you didn't quite get forms primarily Jupiter, followed by Saturn. And then like a few microscopic specks that you didn't get, that forms Earth. That's crazy. That's a good analogy. I mean, that's what NASA wants you to believe. (laughs) (laughs) That's It's a conspiracy, man. (laughs) They'll have us believe that. Yeah, if if you just think about it in the terms of just like, it's just a bunch of dust that explodes out, and then the inertia of that dust is different between different elements, and then that just happens over and over again. That's how you get all these different stars. And then eventually it gets to a big enough scale that galaxies form, because you get all these little tiny things that are all clumping together because of gravity. And... Also, like dark matter and dark energy, which I don't know much about, but that's a huge factor. Dude, don't talk to me about dark matter, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but what yeah, no, it's dark like it's, it's crazy. Dark matter. <laughs> but yeah, so hydrogen. There's a lot of hydrogen in the universe. There's a lot of helium in the universe. There's tons of helium out there. It's just there's not much of it on Earth. Where does it go when it's in the vacuum of space? It just probably chills on, at the top layer of our atmosphere. It's like uh. it's light enough that it reaches the top of the atmosphere. Yeah. But it's not weightless. It doesn't escape out into space. Oh, so it's our gravity ke- our gravity keeps it. It's in yeah. orbit. It's probably but in it orbit. It just sits up there. I wouldn't say it's in orbit. It's literally just like directly above us, like a hundred miles. I wonder. Could you sift it in the future? Could you sift it in <laughs> potentially? Like, yeah, I, maybe if we I had mean, like nanobots or something. Yeah. In theory, you could, but it's like we're talking like at densities that are so low, it's not worth doing. You're better off going to Jupiter and sifting it out from there. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. No, dude, is great. So, <laughs> okay, going back to visual effects. <laughs> Wait, how, are going? Going? Tangent. How, how are we doing right now? Are, are we We're good. I, I want, We're good. Peter, I wanted you to talk about maybe a shot or two that you did. Exactly. No, I'm bringing, sure, that, up. I'm yeah. bringing that up right now. So, yeah. 
going into this video, I specifically wanted to not use a green screen for this video. <laughs> oh no. Why? The opening shot. I, I walk out of my, my living room door because, <laughs> you know, rotoscoping isn't that bad. We can do it. And this whole new machine learning runway ML thing where you just click a person, suddenly they're rotoscoped in two and a half minutes. I was like, oh, cool. I want to I see how feasible this is for an actual production. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> on a Sunday, I, I set up a camera on my porch and I, I filmed all of my porch bits sitting on my chair with the idea that I will cut out the the porch and my body and we'll replace it with a drone shot you know as if i'm up in the air it seemed like a great idea so i was like okay you didn't use a green either. screen for that son no i'm glad it wasn't noticeable <laughs> yeah <laughs> no no one person one person commented i forget if it was a youtube comment or an instagram message but he was like you should really dispel your footage dude i can see the green screen peeking through around your edges that's it's hilarious like, you should dispel it and here. use like light wrap and stuff on it like your green screen key would have looked better. I'm like, <laughs> well, they probably saw the grass. They probably saw the grass. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, you I know. don't think they saw the grass. I think they're seeing artifacts through the hair because there are a couple moments where you can see my hair. So, yeah. I threw Peter <laughs> under the bus here. By under the bus, I mean I just like, <laughs> hey Peter, I'm giving you a week's worth of rotoscoping. Yeah, I mean Have honestly, fun. it wasn't that bad. I just think you uh, overestimated the potential of runway ML and rotobrush too. But like, that was what we learned. So tell me about your experience yeah, here. Yeah. So, how well does runway ML work? Runway ML, the, works, the green screen model specifically, yeah, works fantastic for people. Um, but the problem oh. is, it's only 1080p, and so when you bring in your rotoscope, like your cutout image into After Effects to use to separate your background from your foreground, it's very, you have those jagged edges. And when you go to smooth out those edges, you lose detail in the corners. Mm. So all of the little, like the corner right here and in between your hands and fingers and stuff, you get the little white background in between there. Yeah. So it's not as high resolution. And also it really only works great for people. For like objects, I don't know, like Nico hasn't had trouble with this, but I would try and like select a chair and it'd be like, nah. And then I would try and select it again and it'd be like, all right. And it would do it and then track three frames. Perfect. And then it'd be like, nah, I don't want to track the chair. <laughs> I'm done. That's, that's the biggest downside with that that program I can see right now is that like it's so early on in the in the the time scale of like these sort of things is that like, yeah, the way it works is by training, you know, mm -hmm. like a deep fake uh, you train it on someone, on two people, and it just basically looks at thousands of images and tries to make that image over and over and over again until it starts getting pretty decent. Yeah. It's well, the same so sort of thing with the green screen effect. Basically, you give it an image, and then you also give it a rotoscoped image, and it compares the two and learns where those rotoscoped lines are going. Mm -hmm. And you just do that enough times that it's starting to figure out, okay, I think I know how this works. But I guarantee you, they trained primarily on people. Yeah, which makes sense because that's primarily the, like, most of the time if you're rotoscoping, you're rotoscoping out people. Exactly. Um, and it works great. And what it works perfect for is when we did that Runway ML video with Clint doing the, uh, the flip, crazy yeah. dancing uh, and the explosion behind him. It works perfect for things like that where something's, like, moving erratically and you have to put something behind them for, like, a second. It's perfect. Yeah. But if you're just like sitting on a porch talking at a camera for <laughs> a minute straight, it starts to fall apart a little bit. Well, you were actually talking about the idea that you can rough roto something if it's moving quickly. Mm -hmm. Like you just you literally just said this. But yeah. I think I think this is it's something very important. No, totally. Because I know exactly what you mean. You can roto someone roughly 
if they're moving <laughs> quickly because mm-hmm. you don't have your eyes don't have time to focus on the inconsistencies and the errors. Yeah, totally. Um, because oh, it might be an error here, but like you didn't see it because it's moving so fast. This was there for a split second. Yeah, yeah, but when it's just me sitting here and I'm like explaining this, like you're gonna see like the warbly edges and the w- 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 you yeah, know? it and gives your eyes more time to be like, wait, what's going on there? Yeah, especially when it's hmm. sitting above like hundreds of feet above the ground and you're like oh my god <laughs> especially as i'm leaning back in my chair giving everyone freaking anxious <laughs> those shots when you attacks. like tripped back when i watched the original footage i was like what is ren doing in this shot and then i put the drone footage in and i was like oh that's cool <laughs> yep. you did that yeah. on purpose right kind of kind of so not... i set myself up in a situation where it could happen Oh, okay. But I didn't know when it would happen. Ah, clever. It took several takes for it to finally happen. I'll put it that way. <laughs> so, hey, so runway ML. Um, you should tell Nico the what you guys discovered there. Oh because yeah. They, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, because yes. they'd like us to. We've been talking with them a little bit, and they'd mm-hmm. like us to like, you know, Get help help uh, sure. help them suss out problems like that. Totally. Absolutely. I mean, we, no, yeah. And and, I, yeah, I don't mean to talk shit about Runway ML. It's a great piece of software, and it's extremely helpful just for that particular project. It, it, yeah, we ended up. Well, using so more Runway Road ML Rush. is a platform, and the model we right, use right, is right. what we're talking about. No, that's clear that's that's we're talking about they'd be happy to hear us this. to hear us tell them but that it is because that's that's a cool that's an prime example. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, and I'm sure we'll talk about it because uh, that was part of the reason why I wanted to do this project this way is to learn on an actual project how feasible it is by just doing the project that was a good call and, uh, yeah and yeah and so what you ended up having to do was combining that or did mm-hmm. you do entirely rotobrush too yeah so what ended up happening was i tried doing runway ml for your whole body and it worked decently for getting your arms and your legs and stuff but then the head it smoothed over your hair and you got little corners on your ears and things like that yeah and since the face and the eyes is the first thing you look at and the thing you look at the most in a shot it was the most noticeable there. So for the head, I would do that with Rotobrush, where I could select the head, get the ears all nice and crispy, and then you use the Refine Edge tool on the hair, and you actually get that transparent hair, like the individual strands, which I don't know how the heck it works. It's, it's amazing. It's kind of magic. It's like, uh, like amazing. The whole video was like, oh, this Runway ML thing is pretty sweet and all, but like, like <laughs> the Refine Edge tool in rotobrush 2 is actually pretty dang great yeah it's uh i remember when the it first came out back in like 2013 rotobrush was already a thing at that time but then the refine edge came out and i used it a whole bunch on like clothes and and like things and i was like this is this is amazing yeah it's it, like, it is magic i don't know how but, it works but then it's like you start learning the limitations of it and you're like i hate it <laughs> sometimes it's just dumb yeah sometimes, sometimes it's yeah rotobrush <laughs> any of these sort of that's the problem with ai tools is that like you don't have that much control like fine detail control over them mm-hmm. it's great whenever it works yeah and if you give it something that is good at doing it's going to do it very well but you give it something it can't really do very well it's going to struggle for instance the chair i was sitting on yeah if so, you like toss it underhand a softball it'll hit it every single time but the moment <laughs> you throw a fastball it's like ah! <laughs> but again this is this comes down to simply time training this is the beginning of this model this model is going to continue to train on a bunch of variety of objects like yeah. if they threw more <clears throat> like yeah. heat out chairs it'd be like oh this is what a chair looks like oh this is what a car looks like like all these different things and over time the library of knowledge that this model has grows totally so right. i'm i'm i would not be surprised if in a year it's pretty dang robust. Yeah, it's not like their software is inherently flawed or anything. It just it's needs just more young. time. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah exactly Deep machine totally. learning is so wild like that like how it's they how you can just <laughs> take in additional information and then give it back to the model to improve itself and then yeah have it go out again and and dig again and it's wild like and, and that's what that, that is the cool thing about runway ml is that it is a machine learning platform you can design your own models and put what? it up on the platform for other people to use and train well that's really cool yeah that is cool oh. But the green screen effect that they use is is an in-house produced model. Mm-hmm. They they made it themselves. And we've already I've already seen two other videos that talk about it. Action VFX did a video about it and mm-hmm. FilmRite did a video about it. Great videos. Um but like the Action VFX guy, uh Luke, he he did three roto shots in ten minutes. Jeez. And they weren't like simple rotos. He one he was like coming out of the water, running to shore. One he's like quickly running through a hallway, like bouncing off the walls, and it's like a few clicks, done. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Yeah, pretty great. But like you're saying, if I'm just sitting here for five minutes on a chair, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, those straight lines doesn't like the straight lines. Rotobrush doesn't them. like straight lines either, and it's just mm-hmm. like, ugh. but yeah, also so there, using, the moment uh, when I fall off my chair or almost fall out of the chair and I lean forward, the chair I'm sitting on has a mesh bit behind my back, <laughs> and if you look at that mesh, you can clearly see my garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's a, it's a nice combination of brown and green and red that it kind of just looks like the drone footage. Yeah, the color grade you threw on helped a lot to match the two. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, it honestly wasn't too bad. Got to listen to a lot of podcasts. But uh, yeah. But that being we said, you, you also screen. kicked out some really, really cool uh, carbon fiber. Thanks. Uh, dude, no, just shout out to freaking polygon.com for that texture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. The only place like I, I was like, oh, man. What place has a carbon fiber texture? Yeah, Mega Scans like, doesn't. Mega Scans doesn't. Um, like freaking textures dot com or something. No, you're like <laughs> Mega Scans. Mega Scans. I think that was one because uh, Andrew told me that like most of their textures they do these days and have been for a while. Substance. They're all substance designed. Right. Yeah, yeah. They're all made from scratch because it's like all right, he can pay someone to go photo scan uh, a material, and mm-hmm. that takes you know x amount of time, x amount of dollars, and it's not that much, but all of that leads to one material or he can pay someone a little bit more to put in all this effort to make this one material that now with just a couple like like changes of seeds and inputs yeah you can get a completely different material and so with that same basically the same amount of work you can produce 30 materials or 30 million materials you know it's like there's not really an upper limit for Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why Substance Designer is so incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to learn Substance Designer. I've been doing Substance Painter for a while, but that's more just like individual objects as opposed to creating right. a, a, like Dude, a material. Substance Designer is so much fun. Really? It is. Oh, man. I dived in for like two weeks, and I was like, this is awesome. This is the <laughs> best, man. Like, wow. I could just be near all day. That's cool. I gotta check that out. Yeah, no, it's it's cool stuff. But yeah, uh, I so I don't, I think they, they probably produce that carbon fiber material, but there's oh, only yeah, one definitely. carbon fiber material. Mm-hmm. So, know, so was the substance? Andrew, leave a comment down below. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I going to say? No, Jake was about to say something. But uh, but I mean, yeah. So it's like <laughs> the whole thing about the carbon fiber thing is that I feel like carbon fiber as a visual is a very recognizable material. Mm-hmm. Everyone's familiar with that cross weave, shiny blackness. Yeah. Uh, that is totally not indestructible. Absolutely, one hundred percent will and is and always has been indestructible. Thank you, Got Jake. <laughs> yes. Got it. Because again, like this whole segment is is like a thought experiment about like, all right, if you could have a material that's mega strong and literally doesn't weigh anything, uh, like what would that look like? Chances are, it'd probably just be like jet black. Mm. 
like it wouldn't look like anything and it's like well that's boring <laughs> so yeah i mean like and especially the scale of the carbon fiber totally doesn't match between all the shots oh no the ratio is whack <laughs> i didn't notice though i had no idea Great. but no like notice. it was intentional yeah. on my part i was like make it big enough that you can clearly see because technically like the, the smaller balloon that you see is like uh if you were to stick with that scale of of carbon fiber texture mm -hmm. and but blow that up to the size of the one that's holding the house it would just be like this fine moire type pattern yeah it would, it would be, be so gray. small and it, same thing if you go backwards if you were to use the scale of the big balloon <laughs> down on the small balloon either the one that freaking david blaine was hanging from or the freaking collapsible one you would have like one giant strip <laughs> going around the whole balloon and one giant strip going the other way and it's like it looks like garbage too <laughs> but that's a good like uh creative note there as you chose to go for what looks cool versus yeah, being mm -hmm. realistic. Yeah, it's like I, not necessarily what looks cool as much as just what looks recognizable. I wanted sure. it to be yeah. instantly like, oh, that's a carbon fiber balloon. People associate carbon fiber with being lightweight. Yeah. It was also a material that caught light really nicely. Like it, it, it caught the sunlight wrapping yeah. around and so the sun hitting all good. those little. You also ridges did the whole thing where you projected the footage onto a plane, so they actually oh, yeah. had proper reflections. Dude, in the the shadow displacement, that was a, oh, the shadow a new thing I figured man. out. So good. If I you... tried that on the the Statue of Liberty shot, but it just wasn't working. Dang. And yeah. what, what is what showed us? If you? okay, so you render out render out your beauty pass, which is like the main CGI element, and yeah. then you render out your shadow pass, and you throw, you know, one on top of the other. And for your shadow in After Effects, if you place a displacement map effect on it, and then set the displacement image to like your main footage, it'll use the brightness values in your background footage to like push the pixels of the shadow in like little different directions. So it looks like, like if there's grass in your shot or something, it looks like some of the grass is like peeking up above the shadow and kind of distorting it a little bit. Oh, it gives dude. it a really nice like depth Yeah, like effect. when it goes over the waves and then on the ground, you can actually, it kind of looks like it's going up and over the wave or over the, so it actually gives the shadow depth as opposed yeah. to just a perfectly flat plane. That's a Which is how tip. we always render out our shadows on a perfectly flat surface. Mm -hmm. And even if it is like a mostly flat surface, it's never perfectly flat. Dude, that's yeah. a level nine tip, dude. <laughs> but like, it works well But it's one of those shot. dumb tips where it's like so simple, but it helps so much. It's great. It worked yeah. well for that shot because the object wasn't contacting the shadow, though. Because mm -hmm. I tried doing that on the Statue of Liberty shot where it right. starts starts out really close up on the house and then pulls away to reveal the Statue of Liberty in Hindenburg. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But those shadows are in contact with those those objects. And so the moment I tried that, it was pulling away from the actual uh, house itself. So I was having some separation issues. I had a lot of trouble trying to get anxiety. the shadows working <laughs> on that. Although I did. I was telling Clint about this this morning. I did... Managed to get some grass growing in front ooh, of the bottom of the house. Ooh. Go back and look at that. It's like, like if you're to freeze frame on the opening shot, I'm really happy with that render because the house actually looks like it's sitting there in a yard because you got pieces of grass going up through the like the steps <laughs> going down into the into the grass in front of it. Yeah. Uh, and I did that by basically rendering out a shadow mat of a plane with hair growing on it. Whoa. So I just simulated a whole bunch of hair sprouting out of this ground plane and I just put that underneath the house and the hair. Uh, intersects with the house yeah. and everything in front of the house it blocks it so oh. i rendered that out as a shadow catcher material that i just used as an after effects to cut away like cookie cut out uh. the the house render so it sounds to me awesome. like both of you guys did the same thing but through a different way a little bit yeah mm. yeah i didn't really do much for the shadow going out over the that was more for the render rather than the shadow but it's a it's all a way to try to just take something that you rendered in a, in a flawless environment and try to like 
rough it up a rough little it bit. up mm-hmm. in a realistic way yeah. yeah it's all about roughing your stuff it, up yeah. it comes out all sterile and mm-hmm. clean and then you have to like throw grain on it and make it look Dude. like it was shot on your camera That's why iron man one looked so good compared to all the other iron man movies oh. it was all freaking gritty and scratched up That's and my main complaint with iron man is that like you know, back in the early ones, he still had like a metal suit, whereas in the later ones, he got like this freaking nanoparticle suit. Yeah. And they changed the the texture to be more of like a matte reflective type thing. Mm-hmm. Very kind of like a rough edge as opposed to like a sharp reflection. Yeah. And it just kind of made it look more unrealistic to me. Okay. I agree. Uh, whereas like, you know, Iron Man 1, even Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2 visuals yeah. were really good. True. Iron Man 3 visuals were very good. Uh, and it's like... I, they got a little out of hand, but uh, <laughs> they still like uh, a lot of those shots were like, I don't know. I also wasn't the biggest fan of the beige style. It was like, uh, yeah, but those CG suits looked very good. That's true. That's true. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So a lot of, a lot of the effects came together in this video. I was realizing this video had a tremendous number of visual effects because we had the three of you guys, uh, you two and Sam, I contributed one shot. <laughs> this is the fewest number of VFX shots I've ever done on one of my videos. Uh, if you don't include all like the other random effects that I do inside of Premiere, like with the text and whatnot. But uh, I reused a lot of old effects. I reused the shot that you did for the World of Warships video talking about buoyancy. Yep. Uh, mm. I included our freaking... Uh, what was the video? The Metal Gear Solid video, the balloon ride. <laughs> and those great. were a bunch of VFX shots that we had done. <laughs> I'm so glad we got to reuse those. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since you're the character. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was me perfect, dangling man. from it's the balloon. Perfect. Yeah. And no one knows. I even included a shot of me, but you just can't tell that it's me because I've got a mask. <laughs> it was a great video, man. Yeah. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Yeah. yeah. It of was. You guys. You guys it was. And uh, everyone, yeah, everyone really. I think like had a chance to show off some strengths and uh, you know, if you guys want to hear first on the corridor cast, the tips and tricks, how to make it nitty gritty, how to make it lifelike, um, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, just uh, come on down, subscribe to the corridor cast. Cause we got plenty more of this on the way. Yeah, Ooh, come yeah. visit the studio. Stop by. Come hang. <laughs> hey, but for real though, no, 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 no. If you come by. You can't by, say that. You can't say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, you can't say that, that Peter. Gosh, dang it. Here's the thing. No, here's the thing. You still get people dropping we, by the studio. We do not appreciate randos coming by the studio. Like, there's other ways to do it. However. Not randos. Fans. If you, yeah, I'm, apologies. If you're coming out of the studio <laughs> while we're working, Okay. Like we're busy, yeah. okay? Son, if son. You, if you, you don't if you even come need down to answer stu- this, son. No, you're gonna cut this out. I know it, but like, <laughs> we're not. You're gonna, we don't gonna cut come down, anything anymore. If you're gonna come down to the studio and be like, "Oh, let's get a tour while everyone's working very hard," bring something for us. Bring no, something for us. No, no, no. Bring us food. Bring us. Bring us something. Bring us gifts. Bring me bitcoins. Oh, oh. bring us gifts, dude. I'll give you a tour of the studio. Please don't come down to the studio on a Tuesday afternoon. We'll be working and making a video. But if you want to listen to the podcast or leave a comment on Ren's video, we'll be there. We'll be there. We'll be there. I like this trend of talking about we'll videos that we there. just put out, though. I think we should keep doing it, so definitely subscribe. And uh, I'll see you guys in another video.
Hey, hey, hit the helium. A helium solo. Oh, yeah. Hey. Helium Ready? solo. Some helium for a million no, views. Need the full exhale. You need the full exhale. Thanks for watching the Corridor Cast. <laughs> Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. We have. Wait, oh, blast. this is what you gotta do. You gotta try to talk really deep. Full exhale, full exhale. This is me trying to talk as deep <laughs> as I can. I have. I have. I am. But if I start trying to talk like this, it just sounds different. It's Wait, what happens if you yeah. inhale helium and then yell? And yell? I'm gonna try to yell. That's a good wait, idea. Wait, Let me get a little right. bit of air. I'm gonna assume that we faded out at this point. Yeah, yeah. Exhale completely. Exhale completely and full. That's what I did. That's why I almost passed out. Do it again, dude. No, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> I'm cutting, son. I'm cutting. <laughs>